the Superhero Marathon Spectacular. Welcome once again to the Superhero Marathon here in 2023. I'm doing this kind of as a, uh, a pledge drive featuring, well, of course, superheroes, uh, but also trying to feature things that you'll find on Patreon that you won't find on the main feed and uh, hopefully maybe inspire people to go over and at least check out what, uh, what I have over on Patreon. I do provide early and extra stuff over there that you won't find on the main feed for all of those shows. Of course, you'll get very early episodes of the Outfield Excursion episodes because I only put the last episode on the main feed when we put up a new episode on Patreon of Outfield Excursions. And so, uh, and then I have Keith Techlitz and I do a whole a Trekking podcast going through all of the series and movies of Star Trek and uh, just taking it a half season at a time, going through chronologically from the first star date to the last star date and uh, round robining the whole thing. Uh, when we talk about the movies, I do put that on the main feed, but when we talk about the series, that's only for the Patreon members. And I'll probably throw at least one of those on here. I know it's not maybe officially superheroes, but I guess <laughs> there's a way to, to twist that into, uh, yes, some of these characters are superheroes or, uh, or something like that. But anyway, I'll, I'll put one of those on here later on in the month. And then uh, you'll definitely be showcased some installments uh, for my Comics Cave podcast which I started up many years ago, but just started ramping up last year uh, to really try to make that a regular feature. And that's at the $5 level. And I just pretty much take a comic or a, a uh, short series of comics and then talk about it and explain what kind of what it came before, what came after a little bit. There's always a lot of fun things to talk about on the Comics Cave, and I enjoy that quite a bit. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, let's get into today's episode. We are here to present episode 10 of the Fantastic Four radio show. And finally, today, we get some scrolls. <laughs> Not that the uh, scrolls are my favorite villain or even alien in the Marvel Universe or anything, but uh, I was just kind of bummed that they skipped over issue two of the Fantastic Four, uh, which featured the scrolls. And. They were impersonating the Fantastic Four and giving them a bad name and, and uh, you know, just the whole... There, there was a whole little adventure there with the scrolls and, and all that kind of stuff. And then at the end, three of the scrolls, uh, they convinced them that they should be cows. And so they became cows and that was the end the, <laughs> of the, the issue. And uh, so somewhere out there in the Marvel Universe, and I think it's been used before i can't remember where but uh some other comic later on years later you know followed up on the the scroll cows or maybe it was something to do with the milk or something i can't remember i'll have to look that up and maybe get back to you later in the uh the marathon here about uh, whatever happened with the scroll cows but anyway 
that there's nothing about that on today's episode. Today, we jump over that and we talk about the Super Scroll. But I'll, I'll let uh, Stan Lee do the introductions for that. So let's go ahead and pull up the old temporal radio tuner here and uh, tune in the Fantastic Four radio show. Uh, come with me and let's journey into the fifth quadrant. Fifth Quadrant is a corporate consulting firm advising big business on how to give customers a better experience. Scrolls! Attention, all true believers. Marvel Comics is on the air. From the annals of the world's greatest comic magazine come the adventures of the Fantastic Four. This week's supervillain is Sirius. And here's Smile and Stan Lee, the creator of Marvel Comics, to tell you about. With all the billions of stars in the universe, there must be other inhabited planets, other civilizations. That is the premise of this week's epic. On a planet in the fifth quadrant of the Andromeda Galaxy, there is a civilization called the Skrulls. All Skrulls have the ability to change the makeup of their bodies. The Fantastic Four have previously encountered and defeated a group of Skrulls who are trying to invade and then control Earth. Now, the alien foe has developed a Super Skrull. I am the Super Skrull. I have all the powers of the Fantastic Four combined. <laughs> This Super Scroll shall walk among us in just a moment. I just love watching the evening news. And so, tonight, the menace of Dr. Doom seems Say, to be over. a report about our last adventure. Thanks to the fantastic well, people who don't listen to the but radio. if you ever see this man, you are urged to contact the police immediately. Who's he kidding? Doom don't walk around and looking like that. pictures in the news. Speaking of the Fantastic Four, here's a candid shot of the thing. Taken now you'll see something. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're running a little late tonight. I've been wrong. There's a message from our... They can't do that to me. That's your dog had his cookies today. One of my fans, they've been upstage by a lousy dog. Face it, man, those pooches are just more photogenic. Look out, Ben, you're wrecking the furniture. Relax, lady. Ben Grimm, if we didn't love you so much. I'm ashamed of you losing your temper like that. Yeah, you got to learn to control yourself. Okay, okay. You're trying to give me a complex... And later that same evening... We'll see you later, Ben. Sue and I have a date. That's right. Reed and I are going swimming. How come the junior spaceman outfit? They got swimming pools on the moon? <laughs> no, silly. We're going to Waikiki in Hawaii. Huh? That's right. We should be there in about an hour. What? I've been waiting to give our new experimental passenger ICBM a workout. And this seems as good a time as any. We'll be back in a couple of days. And so Reed and Sue board the new rocket, bound for Hawaii. Look, there's a Fantastic Force latest number. Ha! They're flying around in spaceships, and we still haven't paid off our used Denzel. And back at Fantastic Four headquarters... They can have that oversized sky plane. The Fantastic car is still good enough for me. Me too. Leash and me's gonna fly up north for a little fishing. Been needing a vacation. Wait till the guys see me driving my day through Central Park in this job. 
At that very moment, countless light years away in the fifth quadrant of the Andromeda galaxy on the home planet of the dreaded Skrulls. The Supreme Wizard and his Super Skrull. He approaches. The one who cannot fail. Your Majesty, allow me to present the mightiest warrior in the universe, the Super Skrull. All homage to your Supreme Majesty. I await your command. As you shall see, Your Highness, the Super Skrull is all-powerful. I have given him the potential of the Fantastic Four and then some. Let the demonstration begin. You are aware, sire, of the stretchability of Mr. Fantastic's body? Observe how my Super Skrull can stretch even further. Within seconds, he shall retrieve a spectral fish from the deepest part of the Skrull Sea. But the sea is more than a hundred miles away. That is correct. That is impossible. But in almost no time... Here, Your Majesty, your spectral fish. You are more powerful than Mr. Fantastic. Of course, sire. Notice how the Super Scroll duplicates the powers of the Human Torch. Laymon, not only do I have all the skills of the Torch, but I can fly faster and maintain my flame longer. I have one weapon which even he does not possess. I can him at a fireball. Right off that mountain. I am royally impressed. Yes, sire. Behold now, my lord, an exhibition of physical strength far surpassing that of Thing. From a specially constructed platform, my super scroll shall lift the cosmic generator, which supplies energy to our entire planet. Impossible. No, your majesty, even though the generator weighs 100 tons. He's doing it. He can change my wildest dreams. And as far as we've discovered, Thing's absolute weight limit is 36 and a half tons. Bring him to me. I would congratulate him. I believe he's right in front of you, Your Majesty. Huh? What? I don't see anything. But that is by four hours, I Thus, I can match the invisible girl. The matcher is not enough. You must be her superior. He does possess one power she does not sire, which I shall describe to you later. But for now... It is time for me to embark upon my mission. I vow to your majesty that I shall not return until the Fantastic Four are defeated and the planet Earth is yours. Farewell, sire. <laughs> A week has passed since the Super Scroll began his journey to Earth and we find the Fantastic Four together again inside a Manhattan department store. Oh, I just love looking at all these new fashions. Don't you, Reed? I think I'll browse around the book department. Yeah, they got some new albums in the records section. Records, schmeckers. I'm going to go look for a new bowling ball. You sure this is the biggest one you've got? Just try it, sir. That one would fit even a, <laughs> a gorilla. Okay, laughing boy. Let's see. Oh, oh, no! You must know some pretty small gorillas. Hey, come back here! What am I going to do with a squashed bowling ball? Meanwhile, Johnny is looking over a new FM tuner for his stereo system. Wow, this one's really great. Dolby, equalizers for each channel. Sounds good, too. Here's a bulletin just in. An alien spacecraft has landed in Times Square, creating panic and widespread turmoil. If you are in the area of Times Square, please be advised that the police department...
and within seconds, Johnny has located Reed and Sue, and they are headed for the scene. With just a little marble magic, we are instantly transported the 15-block distance to Times Square. I hereby claim this planet and all it possesses in the name of the Imperial Skrull Empire. What's going on here? Let's see advertise of nothing, fella. Three women fainted already. Where are the cops when you need them? I will now erect my planet's banner to mark the spot. The ground is too hard. It did not penetrate. But that is not a problem. Look, he's building that sidewalk. I thought only the human torch did that stunt. But after a few minutes, the crowd, seeing that the awesome alien has made no hostile advances, changes its mood from one of fear and panic to merely stunned disbelief. I never thought an alien landing would be like this. He looks like a surrealistic Christopher Columbus or something. You may now all disperse and return to your daily tasks. In a short while, I shall issue the first imperial orders from your new professional scroll government. I think he really means it. Why don't he go back where he came from? We got enough crackpots in this town already. Yeah, get lost, creep. How dare you speak to your new master? Be gone before I forget how we can help us, you earthlings are. And in the fifth quadrant of Andromeda, the Empress Skrull and his wizard witness these events on an enormous viewing screen. See, Your Highness, all goes well. The Super Skrull is in complete command. Bah! That is child's play. The real test will come when he meets the Fantastic Four. Behold, the moment approaches. Quickly, adjust the focus. This I must see clearly. Flame and fireballs. It's a scroll. This one looks much larger than the others. The human torch at last. Flame on. And suddenly the sky is ablaze with two fiery forms. I am unlike anything you ever encountered before. I am the Super Scroll. Through the screen of dense carbon, the human torch unleashes a weapon of his own. A miniature heat bomb ought to cool you off. He's too fast. He flew right out of his path. And then suddenly, the Super Scroll fashions a mighty flaming war club and. I easily blow you off guard and smash you to the surface. Blow, douse Johnny's flame. He's plunging to the ground. He'll be killed. Not if I can help it. And with a speed of light, Reed Richards stretches his body into a giant trampoline, creating a surface to stop the fall of the human torch. Just in time. Look after him, Sue. I've got to get up there and tackle that scroll myself. Even a normal scroll is a dangerous foe. But this super scroll, how can we defeat him? If only Ben were here. Well, it looks like there'll be plenty of action as an angered Mr. Fantastic tackles the Super Scroll single-handedly on the rooftops above Times Square. You're nothing but a murderer. Johnny could have been killed by that fall. That's what I have planned for all of you. We'll see about that first. First, I'll wrap you up in a human stranger. Then we'll decide what to do with you. Reed's incredible body encloses the Super Scroll, but within seconds, the alien, completely encircled by Mr. Fantastic, begins to exert a pressure of his own. Expanding, 
his body within mine. It's incredible no matter how much pressure I apply, the scroll continues to expand. I can't keep this up any longer. His power is too great. I've got to release him. On this planet, we call that winning the first round. Suddenly, Reed, with his fantastic arm, forms an enormous sledgehammer. My human power blow will turn the tide. You're fast, but not too fast for me. With the speed of thought, the Super Scroll's arm stretches all the way to the Palisades Cliffs and... I shall use this sheared off sheet of shale as a shield. Mr. Fantastic's arm, no matter what shape, is still flesh and blood. The force of the blow puts him temporarily out of action. And now to finish you off with one shattering impact. Oh, no, you don't. It's good to see your ugly puss. If there's any shattering to be done around here, I'll be doing it. Your only weapon is your superhuman strength. This is what happens when you encounter a super scroll. Why do you bad guys always make speeches when you fight? You don't like my monologue? Then I shall become a battering ram. Look out, Thing. He's stronger than we thought. Stop it, Stretcho. I can handle anything this creep can throw. <laughs> you should have needed your partner's warning, fool. The battering ram blow from the super scroll sends Ben Grimm's city blocks and he ends up precariously perched on the Chrysler building. Oh, that guy packs some wallop. Back on the rooftop, the Super Scroll returns his attention to Reed Richards. So, you are recovered. It won't be for long, I promise you. Flaming Scythe, is that the best you can do, copying torches tricks? Ah, you merely prolong the agony. Then, as the Super Scroll is about to swoop down for the kill, he is momentarily blinded by a dazzling sunburst. Flame on! And that's only a sample of what I got in store for you. The human torch is after you. Johnny, wait. He's much more powerful than you know. We've got to regroup and put a plan together. Come back, Johnny. No chance. I'm not backing out now. He's got to be stopped, and I'm the only one who can do it. Oh, you make it easy for me. I will not have to chase you. You conceited crumb. All you can do is imitate us. Now I'll show you how much better the original. Where'd he go? Did you not know that I have the power of invisibility? Just like your sister? Why don't you try to find me? I'll make you a prisoner within my high intensity fire chain. But before the crackling chain can tighten around the human torch, a superhuman arm stretches out and pulls Johnny from danger. Hey! I said get back down here, and I meant it. What'd you do that for? Reed, you burned your arm. I'll be okay. Johnny would have been killed. A super scroll is no match for any one of us alone. Oh, this is terrible. I never felt so useless. Don't let that bother you, honey. With all our activity, we've accomplished no more than you. Where's Ben? Has anyone seen him? Look, over there. Hey, I'm glad you guys came by with your skyhook. I thought it was going to be some kind of weather vane. You all right, Rockman? Sure. Did you get rid of our little playmate yet? No, Ben. We're going back to headquarters and map out a plan of action. Hurry, Johnny. He's invisible. He might be anywhere. I still think you ought to let me duke it out with him. So, they are attempting to gain the security of their headquarters. They will find that easier said than done. Did you think you could evade me so easily? Yow! Oh, oh. Run! 
He's shooting flaming arrows. <laughs> Let them run. I shall not descend to their level by pursuit. I know I am more powerful than they, and now they know it too. I shall allow them to return to their headquarters and spend a sleepless night hearing my next move. Then tomorrow I shall finish them off at my leisure. In the hours that follow, all eyes turn toward the skyscraper tower of the Baxter building. If the Fantastic Four can't find a way to defeat the alien, what'll happen next? Don't even think about it. Now beat it. Beat your castle. And within Reed Richards' Fantastic Laboratory. Hey, rubber man, when are you going to stop making like a mad scientist and come up with something? Oh, quiet, Ben. Reed's doing everything. I've got something here. What is it? On a hunch, I've been checking the heavens for any unusual activity, and I've picked up some ultrasonic power rays beamed to Earth from Andromeda's fifth quadrant. The home planet of the Skrulls. So what are we going to do? Go there and fight him? Oh, quiet, Ben. It isn't possible for anyone to be as powerful as the Super Skrull, not without some additional power source. I suspect his home planet is beaming power rays to him here on Earth. And I've got to find a way to stop those rays. Slowly, the long, tense minutes pass until finally... I've got it. The sub-miniaturized jammer will do the trick. We'll just attach it to the super scroll. Will do, boss. Let me have it. Sorry, Johnny. You wouldn't stand a chance to get close to him. The invisible girl is the only one for this job. Me? Once you fasten this small disc on the super scroll, it will jam the power rays coming from the scroll planet and thereby weaken him enough for us to defeat him. But what if you're wrong, Doc? Well, there's only one way to find out, Ben. I'll launch our remote control orbiting public address system and try to contact the scroll. Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four calling the Super Scroll. If you hear us, respond by speaking into the floating mic. Of course I hear you. We challenge you to meet us again in a final battle. <laughs> I gladly accept. I will finish you once and for all. And within hours, the final arrangements have been made, and the Fantastic Four are launching their now famous pogo plane from high atop the Baxter building. Reaching the very edge of the Earth's atmosphere, the pogo plane levels off and begins its electronically guided glide. It's good that we are battling him on deserted Crater Island. Yeah, no innocent bystanders to look out for. This amazing skycraft, half-missile, half-plane, guides to a perfect landing, right on target. There it is. And I can see the scroll ship waiting for us below. While in the fifth quadrant of Andromeda, two pairs of scroll eyes prepare to observe the awesome altercation. They are about to meet for the final battle. Increase the Super Skrull's power to full intensity. He must have all the power we can give him. He must not fail. What power? It's wide open, Your Majesty. Now he cannot fail. And so, on a lonely, deserted crater island, one of the most dramatic encounters of all time begins. Johnny, you and Ben get him started. Flame on. It's clobbering time. Sue? I'm here, Reed, darling. Let's go. We're coming to get you, Mr. Maximily, and we're going to get you good. <laughs> Within 60 seconds, I shall be the only living creature upon this desolate isle. How about a couple of supernova fireballs to get this party started? This ought to get you away while trying to run away from those firecrackers. Now I'll make a human fence around the action. Hurry, Sue. You do not know the one extra power I possess. Blind and irresistible, it's the 
faint sound behind him, the Super Scroll whirls around, but too late. Ah, there. I did it. Ah, I planted the jammer in him. I hope it works. What's happened? I feel strangely weak, as though my strength is being drained from me. What's happened? He's growing weak. I don't understand it, Your Majesty. Something is wrong with the power ray. Impossible. Keep trying. The ray is operating perfectly. Something must be jamming it from Earth. The power is not getting through. It's the accursed, fantastic force. They've beaten us again. And for the last time. But even though the Super Scroll has been considerably weakened, he is still a threat to the now vulnerable Susan Storm. It does not matter that I have lost my superpowers. I can still find the invisible girl by the sound of her footsteps and the movement of the pebbles. I know you have descended into the crater, but where you can go, I can follow. You share my Unearthly savage call shakes the very face of Crater Island, causing a thunderous landslide. Free, Johnny, over here. We see you, Sue. Okay, Johnny, do your stuff. Flame on. A low-level white-hot flyby will seal the crater closed forever. With the not-so-super scroll inside. And before the entrapped alien can escape, the Human Torch seals the peak of Crater Island and the fate of the Super Scroll. I wish I could have nailed that creep. You guys never let me have any fun. Tune in again Monday and discover Igor Kragoff and The Watcher. The fantastic cast is Cynthia Adler, Bob Maxwell, Bill Murray, Jim Pappas, Terry Gerhyden. Narrated by Smiling Stan Lee. So there you go. There's the uh, Super Scroll versus the Fantastic Four, and uh, yeah, you know that that's good fun. That that's a really good fun uh, Fantastic Four episode. Uh, it's a good issue of the of the comic. It's good comic book action, you know, where you got the Fantastic Four going against somebody that has their powers and can use those powers against them. And they try to, you know, one at a time attack him and that doesn't work. And so eventually they attack him as a team and they're able to be successful. Of course, they've had time to figure out what was giving the Super Scroll so much power and uh, take that away. But, uh, you know, even without the rays from space, the Super Scroll is, is uh, a force to be reckoned with. And he'll, he'll be back. It's interesting. I, I had forgotten that they sealed him up in a, like a mountain or a crater uh, and just left him there. <laughs> and uh, obviously he's going to come back, right? So I'll, I'll have to look up and see when to... Because uh, I know the Super Scroll comes back and we're going to talk more a lot more here about the Super Scroll 
uh, in a couple days when I do my Comics Cave episode about an issue of the Fantastic Four. But yeah, I, I do. I kind of dig the scrolls. You know, there was the whole Kree Skull War thing that the Avengers were got involved with and stuff like that. And that, that was kind of fun. And uh, yeah, just in general, I, I like the scrolls as foes, as, you know, because it's, I mean, they can shapeshift and become anybody or anything. And that's pretty powerful when you think about it. I, I did like them in the uh, Captain Marvel movie. But of course, in the movie, they were allies, not enemies. And so that was kind of a twist on what I was expecting. But now we have, what, Secret Invasion coming out on Disney+. Plus. And so that looks like it'll be a lot more uh, where they'll they'll be returning to to being enemies or foes or villains or whatever you want to call them. Uh, So that looks interesting. And it'll be be fun to see what they do with that. Uh, You know, for all of the... uh, whining and moaning I've done about some of the audio uh, on this radio show. I do have to say that I like the voice talent of the Fantastic Four themselves. I think Reed sounds like Reed should. Uh, Sue might be a little bit too of a damsel, but uh, I think I I like her voice, especially when she's contributing. (laughs) And then uh, Ben Graham, I I think they'd get his voice down pretty good. And uh, Bill Murray as the Human Torch does a pretty good job. I I almost forget now that it's Bill Murray's voice, and I just think of him as the Human Torch. I don't know if you've felt that way or not, but I I really do like them as a cast, as a voice cast for this production. And you know that that's one of the things I talked yesterday about. You know how much I like Ben Graham, and I have to say I I still like. Uh, the way that uh, Mike Michael Chiklis played Ben Graham and the thing in the uh, Fox Fantastic Four movies, or at least the first two. <laughs> and I thought Chris Evans was a great Human Torch. I like, uh, I always say his name wrong, but Eon Gafud, I think is how you say his name. I like him as an actor, but I don't know if he pulled off Reed very well. I think the way it was the way that the script was written as well. And uh, Jessica Alba as Sue Storm uh, wasn't my favorite either. <laughs> but uh, for the other two, I thought they got it right. And I and I know a lot of people crap on uh, the makeup for the thing that, you know, it, he doesn't look right. But man, I I like it. I like the look. You know, it's not perfect. It, it looks better than a rubber suit. I know they're probably going to use CGI when they do it again, and they did that. And they did that in the in the uh, Fanforstic movie by Josh Trank. And yeah, he was cool looking, but uh, he didn't sound and, and feel like Ben Grimm as I know him. So it'll be interesting to see what they do coming up here in the future in the MCU. But I've probably said all these things before, <laughs> so I'm going to let you go for the day. And uh, come on, come on back tomorrow for something that definitely ties into the current movies and shows and future movies and shows for the MCU, where uh, the Fantastic Four will encounter Rama Tut. So come back tomorrow, kids, for that. And until then, have a good day. 
and journey on. This installment of the Superhero Marathon has been produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, which means that you are encouraged to share this with anybody and everybody, but you can't change it, you can't sell it, and you need to let people know where it came from.